With each module's curriculum, the expertise of the Inner MBA faculty moves us forward in our journey to become more wise and compassionate at work. We've created this podcast platform so that these sessions are available to you not only on the learning platform, but also here in audio format. It's our hope that having the core curriculum available in this way will enable you to experience these teachings at your own pace and in the way that works best for you. My name is Dr. Amishi Jha, and it's my great pleasure and privilege to be with you today. We're going to have a wonderful time, I hope, talking about the science of attention. And I would love to start out by just saying a little bit about me so that you understand the perspective I'll take in our conversation today. And it really does inform some of the research that I've done, as well as a lot of the insights that come from the work that we conduct in my laboratory. So first of all, I am a researcher, I'm a neuroscientist and a professor of psychology at the University of Miami. And in my lab, we study the brain's attention system. We've been doing this for many years, almost two decades now. And one of the key things that we're interested in understanding is how is it that this very powerful brain system is instantiated within the brain, within this wonderful thing we carry around with us everywhere we go. And to do this, we use a variety of techniques. We use functional brain imaging, we use brainwave recordings, we use behavioral tasks. And during our time, I'll be very happy to share with you a lot of these technologies and the findings from those technologies as they relate to attention. But after doing that kind of research, this sort of basic research regarding brain organization of the brain's attention system, one thing kept happening in my own sense of the research, which was that we know a lot about how it works. And there's a lot of fascinating things. But how can we harness this science to actually improve our own lives, to improve our day-to-day functioning? And one of the kind of themes that started emerging is that, sure, attention is powerful, but there's also vulnerabilities. There are many days when I'm sure in many moments of our lives where we feel quite distracted, as if our attention is failing us. So that's another big area of research that we've taken on, is what makes attention vulnerable? And then the third area of my own research program really looks at what we can do about it. If it is the case that our brain system of of attention is so powerful, we need it for so many things, yet vulnerable, how can we protect it? How can we train it? How can we make it stronger so it works better for us and the moments of our life? And all of this is what we've been up to, working with a variety of populations. Now, it ends up that the populations that we really focus on are individuals for whom the kind of challenging moments, the kinds of circumstances that can make attention really compromised are not just simply once in a while occurrences. They actually describe and characterize the professional milieu that they live in. And I would say if you're listening to this presentation and have decided to join this program, there's a sense you might have that in some ways, there are ways to optimize our functioning. There are ways to get better at what we do or do things differently so that we can experience our success and our effectiveness 
with more sort of care and kindness toward ourselves. So anyway, the kinds of people that we work with are professionals such as first responders, uh, military, uh, active duty military, military spouses, and other high stress, high performance groups such as business and organizational leaders or medical, and, uh, medical students and medical professionals. All of these are groups who want to, need to, are motivated to do the very best in what they do. And I think that's true for all of us. I think every one of us uh, actually could be a potential participant in the kind of research that we do. Because what we're interested in is looking for participants for whom high pressure and high demand is part of their professional circumstances, and they're motivated to be successful nonetheless. But when it comes to attention, it ends up that some of these circumstances are the exact kinds of things that can compromise or even cripple the way attention works. So for those circumstances, we really need to make sure we protect our attention to be able to use it fully and effectively. So what I'd like to share with you today is really take a bit of a deeper dive into these topics that I touched on that end up being the real bread and butter of what we do in my, in my laboratory. And we're going to take them one after another. I hope that you'll, you'll stay with me. The first thing I'll tell you about attention, as I said, it tends to wander. It tends to get compromised. So you might even think about this entire lecture as your mindfulness practice. Think about really keeping your focus here. If you notice your mind is drifting away, bring it back, right? So it doesn't have to be that our mindfulness practice is somehow separate from the activities we do in our lives. And I encourage you to really think about this lecture on attention as a way to actually give your attention a little boost and train it. So what we're going to do when we talk about our topics, one, in, one after another, is first start out describing what attention is. I, I, I talked about it very, very broadly as an important brain system, but I want to tell you more about what this system is and really get into the nuts and bolts of what makes it so powerful regarding its brain basis. How is it actually changing the functioning of the brain? After we do that, I want to move to the more kind of practical matters at hand. Why the heck does our attention fail us so often, leaving us distracted and error prone? What is it about the way that attention is organized in the brain that actually produces these type of effects? So that'll be our second topic. And then we'll end with probably the most active part of the uh, topics that we'll cover, which is how we've been able to study mindfulness training in particular in these high stress, high performance groups. And I think all three together will hopefully give you the promise of what I think this topic offers, which is not only an understanding of how it is that attention works, but how we can use it better and most effectively in our day-to-day -day lives.